Joe Pag Show. Call 210-737-1200 or 800-383-9624. And now, Joe Pags. Hey, great to have you. Welcome to the program. Thanks. It's the Joe Pag Show. Great radio stations across the land. iHeartRadio, Newsmax TV, JoePags.com on a Friday. Oh, give me some strings. Oh, yeah, we're my horn section. Bring it. Sorry. Big lunch. Big lunch. Carrie, you are crazy. No, that was not me. What day is it anyway? Where's Bob Guthrie? Let's go. Friday. Thank God it's Thank God it is Friday. You know it. Come on. Friday. Uh-huh. Thank God it's Thank God it is Friday. What the heck? Let's make it a free speech Friday. Let's go. Get up a notch. Lots going on today. Lots to get to. Some fake news to bring your way and then dispel it. What happened to me on the treadmill today? I think our news director's mad at me, but he'll be okay. <laughs> Have you heard anything in the building about me, about the news director, uh, our, our buddy Jim no. and, and me? Oh, I bet he might it's be mad good. Is it a good story? Oh, it's good stuff. Oh, I'm sure oh, he is yeah. mad at you for oh, something. Oh, hello, he's been mad at me for 12 years. Mm-hmm. Almost 13 years we now. We all have at some but, point. Uh, but yeah, we'll talk about that. There is a, uh, the number one trending issue on Facebook right now is a fake news story. Did you know that? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I saw it. The number one trending story on Facebook is fake news. I just want to put it out there because if nothing else, if you're not entertained, and you probably will be. By the way, that's Kerry Lockie, my news anchor, and my uh, and the general pain in my ass. Yeah. Um, but but if nothing else, if you don't get any entertainment out of this, there's something wrong with you, first of all. Mm-hmm. If you don't get any oh, information wow. out of this, there's something very wrong with you. But what we're going to at least do is is two things. Trump tweets, and we're going to dispel the fake news. Uh, interesting. Uh, also have uh, at the bottom of the hour, it'll be Will Hurd, a Republican from right here in the great state of Texas. He's a U.S. representative also on the House Intelligence Committee, also a former CIA agent. So he's got great knowledge on how these things work, the inner mechanisms of how the government works when it comes to um, uh, espionage, counterespionage and so on. Big show is what I'm saying. But the number one trending issue on Facebook right now is fake news. And not the topic fake news. The story is fake. And it blows my mind. All right. So I'm at the gym today. As I'm like, uh, you know, I'm I'm out there. I'm doing pumping up the arms. Yeah, I'm doing it's yeah, arm yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. You You're love arm guy. day. You, you know what day you hate, Carrie? You hate leg day. Leg day, bad. Leg day sucks. Mm-hmm. And, and, and there actually are memes out there good. for for meatheads like me. Uh, uh, skip leg day, bro. Hey, don't skip leg day, bro. You know, stuff like that. Because leg day really does suck. I mean, if you do it right, you're going to be hobbled for a couple of days. Mm, okay. And, uh, you know, standing up and sitting down, you're going to look like an old person, older than well, I already am. I was going to say, and you already are. I couldn't hear you. So... Sorry? Did no, you want to talk okay. about the picture from your wedding again? No, no. Because we can do that. No. Mario actually wrote me a Please. note. He said, don't tell Carrie. That was the worst kiss. <laughs> Shut up. He's ever seen on film. <laughs> he did not no, Okay, maybe he didn't that. say that. And by the way, I didn't post it. Do you think I should post it? I should probably share that picture. Share what picture? My picture? Yeah, why not? No, do not share my picture. It's out no. there on the internet. I people understand can see it on the that I people shared. Should, not, I do not want you sharing it. it on your page. Let me just say this. If you're watching on TV, this is the kiss. 
I it's can't very even odd. see it, but come I, on. It's, it's very strange. It's not I just, odd. I'm asking it's you to beautiful. just please. Can't somebody Photoshop <laughs> your neck and make it look right? That is a wonderful picture. Let it go. <laughs> Let nah. it go. I would if your husband would, but see, I'm telling you, yeah, he's not going to let you know what. that he's talking this kind of smack. <laughs> he would never do that. Well, he just said, he said no. to me, and it was just... In a moment of weakness, he said, I wish we had a better picture because the kiss is really weird. <laughs> you need to stop. No, it's a listen, let, me, let me be I'm gonna be straight with you. It's uh-huh. a beautiful picture. It is. Except a beautiful it looks picture. like there's you have some there's sort of a health issue. There's nothing wrong with me. Okay, in there might the be picture, an and you will not be sharing that. No. <laughs> all right. So I'm getting on the treadmill after I do the arms and uh, you know, I'm grunting with the arms and all that and I get on the treadmill. Yeah. And uh, I, and I'm just uh, I'm uh, like a sweaty pig. Uh, mm. like um, I'm you know, apt As to do usual. at the gym. Yeah. And I've got the the headphones in. I've got the earbuds in, and um, and I hear our flagship WOAI in San Antonio. And you know me; I love our station. Mm-hmm. I love WOAI, love KPRC, our first two stations. Love KTLK in, in Minneapolis. Um, I love K How in Denver. The the core four, the first ones that we were ever on. And then every station that comes on, I'm absolutely just blown away, and I, I just could not be happier. And by the way, I've got three more that are coming on uh, that we'll try to talk to nice. uh, talk about later on in the program. Three more that are, that are coming. Maybe not after tonight's show. I'm just going to say, <laughs> if they see the picture, they probably oh, will. There's will nothing say, wrong oh, we, with that picture. Maybe we shouldn't. It's awesome. But um, but I listened to our newscast. Uh, uh-huh. Jim Forsyth is our news director, and he's a guy that I have huge respect for. He's been doing it for a hundred years, and he's only you know fifty. Or, yeah. How old something is Jim? Do we know I something like that? I don't know. Uh, I, don't I think know. he's older than I am. So he's got to be older than fifty. But either way, he does a great job. Uh, and I turn to him for journalism questions that I have. I used to have him on my morning show at KPRC in Houston every day. We did Texas News with Jim Forsyth. And again, huge respect. But if I hear something on our radio mm-hmm. station, and you know me, I'll talk I about it. I do know you. And I'm on the treadmill, and with my sweaty little fingers, uh, this this is what I heard when I got on the treadmill. And perhaps, well, it turns out I put my, my earbuds in a little bit later because I missed the opening line. Mm-hmm. But there are two stories that, that made me angry. The first story was this fake news that is trending right now on Facebook. The fake news story from the AP. Do you have the original AP story that we can throw up there? Uh, I can find it. Well, I mean, I just, I want people to get the wording. And again, there is no sourcing at all. They say sources close to the White House say, sources in the White House, sources in Washington. They, they never say who it was. And, uh, and this was blown out of the water rather quickly. If you can, at least give me the headline to the story or give me the first paragraph or two out of the AP story, then I can work on it from there. Um, and I probably should have asked you this before. Yeah, I have to open again, another program, but I'll get to I'll the get show it. is actually much better if it's just, you know, we just fly by the seat of our pants, which is what we do every day. Suffice it to say, and again, when you actually get it, let me know. Okay. It said something to the effect of White House sources say the National Guard uh, as uh, a, a National Guard troop gathering or a National Guard enlistment of 100,000 are going to somehow enforce immigration now. Something about rounding up illegal immigrants. Something about illegals are going to be rounded up by a a, a 100,000-member National Guard force. Something to that effect. And I'm like, there is no possible way anybody said that's going to happen. That isn't happening, in fact. Um, and and I, I had a hard time believing it. Now, if there are 15 sources that say, White House spokesman Sean Spicer says they're going to do this force, 
I would have come out today and complained about it and, and talked about how horrible that is and we, should, we don't need martial law. Um, if they would have said, President Donald Trump says in this interview, and then there's a soundbite from him and say, yep, 100,000 member of the National Guard Force is going to go and get the illegals. I would come out and I'd speak out against that. I don't think that's the way to do it. Uh, if Kellyanne Conway said it, I would come out and I'd say, well, it, it, there's a real person attached to it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Do you have the actual story now? No, not yet. I'm looking Are you for serious? it. Are you, yeah, because on. I'm telling you, because the earlier it is, it deletes it. Um, well, it deleted so, it probably because the AP was dead wrong. The Associated yeah, Press, which the is latest, supposed to be. Uh-huh. Well, well, tell you what. Uh, uh, give me the latest after I just make sure that I spell it out correctly. Okay, the latest from the, the AP is yeah, the, the well, Trump. Well, hold on. Okay. Stop. Yeah, let me just, again, those just joining us now, the story this morning was that the Trump administration, and this is from inside sources in the White House or close to the administration, sources, sources, are going to put together a 100,000 troop National Guard force to go out and round up illegal immigrants. That was the story. De facto, that was the story. And it took me about two seconds to find the Daily Mail, which always has the correct story somehow, that said they talked to Sean Spicer and he said it's unequivocally false. That is not happening. It is not some sort of a memo from us. It didn't come from the White House. No, the answer is no. It was easy to dispel it, but it, it took about two seconds for it to trend on Facebook. And as of the airing of this program right now, it's still the number one trending story on Facebook. All right. What's the follow up now? From the AP, the Trump administration denies it's considering a proposal to mobilize as many as 100,000 National Guard troops to round up unauthorized immigrants in 11 states. A draft memo obtained by the Associated Press calls for the militarization of immigration enforcement as far north as Portland, Oregon, and as far east as Louisiana. Staffers in the Department of Homeland Security say the proposal was discussed as recently as a week ago, but an official with the department says the document was a very early draft that wasn't seriously considered. All right, so they got some draft memo that some ignoramus over at DHS put together. It was laughed at, not considered, thrown out, never got to the White House, was not a White House document, was not a White House memo, wasn't something that Donald Trump said he would do. And somehow this is the top number one trending story on social media, the biggest social media site we have, which is Facebook. Now, this is the definition of fake news. So I'm on the treadmill and I hear one of our news anchors at WOAI talking about a 100,000 member uh, National Guard force and stop, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, what the hell? Why are we reporting this? This has already been dispelled. And then I heard a story about some some guy named, uh, is it is it Hosea? Josue, Josue, I think, Josue. Is that how you pronounce it, mm-hmm. Josue? Josue? What is it, Josue Ramirez? Is that what it Romero. is? Romero, I think it's Josue Romero. Romero, Okay. This is another story that we also reported. And by the way, um, after talking to Jim, he made it clear the whole first line of our story was the Trump administration is pushing back against the story that says. So without a doubt, I missed the first part of that story, and we reported it correctly, which I really, really enjoy. And I'm very glad that we do. Again, he's a great newsman, and I appreciate that. The second story, this, this Josue guy, uh, Romero, the story that we put out there was that he was um, arrested by Bear County sheriffs, and then he was turned over to ICE, was detained for two days, and some group called Raisa or something is now celebrating because he's been able to go back to his house. And for me, we left out a very important part. And, and, and again, Jim and I talked about this, and in the earlier newscast, they had the entire thing. And again, I just got on the treadmill, and I heard what I heard. Um, it is important that for that story, we don't leave out 
a very, very vital piece of that story because what Raisa and probably Lulek and Maldef and, and La Raza and all these organizations want us to believe is that Bear County Sheriff saw somebody who looked Hispanic, picked him up, threw him in the car, and then dropped him off with ice. That isn't what happened. I mean, Carrie, this kid was arrested for a reason, right? Yes, he was. Okay. We'll talk about that too because maybe it's not fake news. That story really happened. But if you leave out a vital piece of information, and again, I'm not calling out our news department. They, you guys did a great job all day from what I understand all morning and everything. Every bit of a de- detail on that story was put out there. A lot of other organizations and Raisa itself in the memo that it sent out left out why he was arrested. Just like that quote-unquote admitted gang member that was picked up in, what was it, Seattle or San Francisco or somewhere? Mm-hmm. Um, somewhere out in the West Coast. He was picked up. And ICE says he's an admitted gang member. Look, you are not covered by DACA if you break the law. DACA, which is the deferred you know, uh, child immigrant thing that, that Obama did. And by the way, DACA doesn't give you amnesty. It gives you a two-year reprieve. That's it. And that two years is almost up. So we'll talk about that story as well. We'll get to Trump tweets. We'll get into uh, a lot of this and more fake news Espionage, counter-espionage, CIA, uh, leaking of, of Mike Flynn's phone call and everything else with Will Hurd. And we've got a billion things to get to here. Plus, did I mention it's Free Speech Friday? Whatever's on your mind is fair game. 1-800-383-9624, JoePags.com. First question I've got for you before we hit the first break. Did you believe the fake news story this morning that Donald Trump was getting together 100,000 National Guards members to go and round up illegal aliens? It's first question out of the box. JoePags.com. We're coming right back. Don't be an A-Dub. Stay with the Joe Pags Show. Great to have you. Welcome to the program. Thanks. It is the Joe Pag Show. Great radio stations everywhere on a free speech Friday. Carrie, did you notice how busy the traffic was today? I know. What's going on? Is everybody taking a four-day weekend? Is that what's going on? I it's guess a, it's so. a President's Day Monday, were. right? Yes, it is. Yep. So, so that's what's town, going on I with guess. that, I guess. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, uh, phone calls coming in on a free speech Friday. We'll get to you as many as we can get in. Also, Will Hurd, congressman from the great state of Texas, also former CIA agent. He's got some great insight on what's going on with Flynn and with other leaks and, uh, and, and much, much more that's going on, including how do you deal with fake news? So we'll talk about that. If you can, give, give the listeners and the viewers the actual uh, lead to the story that first came out this morning from the yeah. AP. This is the AP News Alert that came down at 9.15 this morning. Trump administration considers mobilizing as many as 100,000 National Guard troops to round up unauthorized immigrants. Is that true? No. Did the Trump administration do that? Yeah, it sounds like it was some idea floated by some underling at DHS. Maybe. I don't even have proof of that. Um, that was very quickly, you know, no, we're not doing that. So, I mean, you almost ask yourself, well, did the person at DHS float that idea so it could be used against Trump? And say, look, he wants martial law. He wants to go and round up uh, the illegal people. Or, or actually, according to those who don't like Trump, he just wants to round up people who look brown or something, which isn't true. Um, I've got a, um, a, a, a now I'm just going to throw out the information I know about the uh, Hosway case. This guy, is it Hosway? Is that what we're saying? I've been told it's Hosway, yes. Hosway Romero. Do, you, do we know how old he is? I know they keep on saying teen. 
He's an art student. He's a teen. Um, that I don't know. This is what I got from um, Raisa. Do we know what Raisa means? Does it just mean race? What does it mean? Oh, I know it's in an Spanish. immigrant rights Raisas, but I don't know. Raisas. Is that an acronym or is it? I don't know what it is. That I don't know. This is what I know about this guy, Josue. And I don't know him. I don't like him or dislike him. I have no opinion on this guy whatsoever. Did not Was not aware of him before yesterday. Um, he's somebody who is an art student. But when you see a picture of him, he doesn't look like he's like 12. So, I mean, I'm thinking maybe he's, he's about 19, student. I think. Okay. So they keep saying teen. He's really a man. Here's a guy who came here when he was a child from Honduras, right? Mm-hmm. And he was at a park after dark, which is what Rice is wanna, wants to pretend like. That's why he was picked up. Um, and the Bear County Sheriff stopped, tried to find out why people were at the park after it closed or whatever. And the Bear County Sheriff says he was found, this guy, Josue, was found to be in possession of marijuana. Now, many of the stories I've heard since don't mention the marijuana. To their credit, many news organizations last night and this morning did mention the marijuana. It is vital that we report why he was arrested, lest we allow um, organizations like Raices or whatever, whatever it is, um, to put out a narrative that he was arrested because he's brown or because he was in a park after dark. That isn't why he was arrested. He was arrested, the Bear County Sheriff says, for possession of marijuana. Now, here's the release that I got from this organization that wants the community to believe that this, this guy, Josue, was arrested because he's an immigrant. Okay, This is uh, out of San Antonio, Texas, from Rices, Texas, is the organization. On Wednesday, February 15th, Riasis was uh, contacted by the parents of DACA recipient and beloved member of the San Antonio community, Josue Romero. No, Romeo. Not even Romero. Romeo. Okay. Is he, is he beloved by the whole San Antonio community? Well, I don't know Come on, dude. That. Are we not stretching it a little bit? Mm. Come on. We learned, they said, that Josue had been arrested and currently had an ice hold as of last night, February 16th, Josue is back home with his family safe and sound. Here's what we know. Now, here are the details they want us to, to understand. Josue was at a park after dark when he was approached by police and then arrested. Karen, does it say why he was arrested here? No. Josue was first in custody of the San Antonio Police Department and then sent to Bear County Jail. At some point during this process, he was given an ice hold and spoke with ICE agents. We do not know what specific mechanisms are in place with either the San Antonio Police Department or the Bear County Sheriff's Department to facilitate their collusion with Immigration and Customs Enforcement, but we do know that collusion is happening and it is aggressive. Raices currently has a petition to Bear County Sheriff Salazar to keep ICE out of Bear County. This idiotic organization wants the sheriff in Bear County, where San Antonio is, to tell Immigration and Customs Enforcement, you're not welcome here. And they think this is going to fly. On Thursday morning, they continue, Josue was transferred out of the uh, Bear County Jail and into ICE custody. Most of the day Thursday, Josue was uh, held in an ICE location in San Antonio. At approximately 4.15 p.m. on Thursday, ICE told Raices that Josue had left San Antonio 10 minutes prior and was on his way to the South Texas Detention Complex, known in Pearsall, known as Pearsall. Josue never made it to Pearsall. Uh, in the middle of the drive to Pearsall, uh, the ICE vehicle turned around and returned to San Antonio. Josue was taken off the vehicle and released back to his community. Josue got to hug his parents 
and sleep in his own bed last night. This is a victory. We should all celebrate. However, this is not a victory for immigration lawyers. This is not a victory for ISIS. This is a victory for our community. For the second time since Donald Trump was elected president, the San Antonio community stood up for immigrations and stood against ICE. That's what they want us to believe. Keep it here. This is the Joe Pag Show. Hi, great to have you. Welcome. It is the Joe Pags Show. Great radio stations everywhere. Newsmax TV. JoePags.com for Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, email. Make sure you stop by there. Uh, Karina tells me that uh, that RISIS is Refugee and Immigrant Center for Education and Legal Services. It's actually an acronym, uh, and I appreciate that. Um, the idea that he was somehow a beloved member of the community. He's beloved by his family, I'm sure, and by his friends, absolutely. He looks like a nice enough guy. Um, but there's nothing in here that mentions anything about marijuana, anything about pot, anything about finding to have, have possessed it, according to police. And that's a very important piece of information to leave out because now I've got somebody over on Twitter, Kerry, who's writing me saying, well, how are police supposed to know who to and who not to ask for papers? Police Mm -hmm. aren't supposed to ask anybody for papers Mm, unless there is a reason for the police contact. If you have contact with police and if you're charged with something, this is, I think, a class B misdemeanor. Um, then then you have to answer some questions. And by the way, DACA, the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals program, doesn't mean you're here legally forever. It doesn't mean that you get amnesty. It doesn't mean that you're here to stay. It was a two-year deferral. It was because Obama couldn't just change the immigration laws through, through um, a, an executive order. So what he could do was push back enforcement. That's all it was. Uh, by the way, I've invited uh, Raisas to come on. Nobody, nobody responded to me. No, now that would be. Can you imagine an that? interesting back and forth, wouldn't it? All right, ha- had a, um, a an opportunity to talk to Will Hurd. He is a uh, Republican from right here in the great state of Texas, and he's also on the House Intelligence Committee and a former CIA agent. I thought it made sense to hook up with him about all the stuff that's going on this week. I always appreciate having Congressman Will Hurd on, a Republican from the great state of Texas. Will, how are you? I'm doing fantastic, Joe. Thanks for having me on. It's you always bet. good to talk to you. Yeah, it's always a pleasure. So you're on the on the House um, Intelligence Committee, right? That's correct. Just you, just recently right. uh, appointed. I'm guessing you guys have been a little busy in the past <laughs> week. <laughs> yes. Look, it is. Um, I, I'm excited because you, you know my background. I spent yeah. nine and a half years as an undercover officer in the CIA. And to be able to put that experience um, to use um, is, is great, especially when it comes to oversight of of all this, uh, the, the investigations on, on Russia and, and their attempts to, to influence our elections. All right, so let's get in, in earnest into this whole Russia connection. Um, again, you being a former CIA guy, you know that what Hillary Clinton did with her server put lives at risk. Uh, you and I could probably make a good argument that people have died because she had no security on that on that server. It was a private server that didn't have the encryption that you need. Um, possibly people have died because of the DNC hacking. People possibly have been uh, have been put at risk because of John Podesta being a, a doofus with his Gmail account. You've got all that going on. But while that was going on, those who are not on the same side of the aisle as you have been saying, isn't this horrible that um, uh, that somebody hacked the DNC, somebody hacked Podesta, somebody hacked Hillary Clinton? Isn't this horrible that that and they ignored the actual information that was hacked when it comes to the alleged Russian hacking of the election, which didn't happen. They hacked allegedly John Podesta stuff when it, when it comes to, to, to hacking and leaking oh, and General Flynn 
All we want to know is the stuff that was hacked, and we don't care how it happened. I mean, am I missing it? That's really what they're doing, isn't it? Well, look, it, it is it is being disingenuous on, on their side. And, and I think it's important to understand why is this important. And, and I, I, I refer to it as Grizzly Step. Grizzly Step is the name um, that is used for the Russian influence, okay. um, the, the, the hack of the DNC and the DCCC. Okay. Now, now f- first step, how do we know the Russians were involved? Um, this, this, gets, this gets confusing sometimes because one of the reports that came out of the government, I, I believe it was in De- December, um, this was before um, 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 President Trump was, um, actually took the oath of office. Yeah. Um, it, it, there's two groups um, generally referred to as APT-28 and APT-29. Okay. Um, APT stands for Advanced Persistent Threat. Um, they were using tools and infrastructure we know to be used by Russian intelligence. Okay. Um, so the way Russian intelligence operates, for years they've been sending out, out malware. And when you code that malware, it has to report back to a listening post. Right? So, so it's already hard-coded in there. So you're never going to get rid of that listening post just in case one of your pieces of malware hits the mark. Right. Um, and and so, so that is how we know the, the connection to, to, to Russian intelligence. Now, I say that the, the, the reason this activity is going to go down in history, um, in, in, in the history of, of Mother Russia as being the most important covert action campaign, is that it drove a wedge, whether real or perceived, between the White House, the intelligence community, and the American people. And, and my, my colleagues on the other side of the aisle are exacerbating that. Um, sometimes um, elements in the media are exacerbating that um, in trying to add to um, this perceived contrast. Well, well, as a representative, Republican for the great state of Texas, as a member of the House Intelligence Committee, I mean, can we have some consistency, please? Because either we do care about what was hacked and how it was hacked. I mean, if we care about both, and that's consistent at least. But if we only care about who hacked, and we ignore the stuff that was hacked when it's the DNC or the left, uh, and we only care about what was hacked and don't really care who did the, the hacking or the leaking when it comes to General Flynn, that's inconsistent. And the American people, we want consistency. Do, do I want Russia hacking um, uh, the DNC or hacking Podesta? No. Um, do I want Russia involving itself in our, elect- in our electoral process? Of course not. We know that Russia didn't hack the actual election on November 8th. Exactly. But we don't want that. I don't want that. Uh, I don't care if I'm left, right, or in between. I also don't want, you know, a, an incoming national security advisor to talk about lifting sanctions, which they say he didn't do. Um, but I, I for sure don't want our intelligence listening in on phone calls, releasing the general's name, who was a civilian when it happened, which is completely against federal law. And then the left pretending that's cool to find out what was in there, what the transcript said. And maybe we'll listen to the tape, too. And don't worry about who leaked it, because although that's illegal, not a big deal because it helps us out. Well, well, does that make sense? We want consistency. It, it, let's no, it, let's it, cover it all of our sense. bases and be even-handed. It, it makes sense, Joe, and, and that's why you know I participated in a number of the hearings um, looking into um, Hillary Clinton's um, server in her yeah. basement, um, and that's why I'm participating and, and have urged that uh, the House um, Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence 
do an investigation um, on this, and and that and every avenue um, should be should be available to the committee, and uh, we're going to be going forward on that. If, if you I, can speak about this, did Russia try to hack the RNC? Trump has said, Priebus has said that yes, they tried to hack us, but we put protections in place because we saw what they were doing on the other side. If that's the case, that they did in fact try to hack the RNC and it didn't work, then that shows that Russia was going after everybody, not just one side. Uh, well, I, I think it's it's clear that Russia h- historically has um, gone after um, both sides, and and the one that I'm most familiar with was when Mitt Romney won uh, run, ran yeah. um, four years ago, where there was there was attempts there, um, and and that and the RNC was aware of that, and we're making sure that they took the right the right steps to prevent that. Um, you have individual individual members of Congress. Um, who are, are targeted um, all the time, and and so this is the reality that that we live in, and and that's why um, uh, you know look the the DCCC spent a whole lot of money trying to yeah, unseat me, they did. Um, and and so so I, I don't have I, I have a, you know good of enough reason as anybody to dislike them, but an attack on them is an attack on all of us, and, yeah. and but we should be looking at this. Um, and, and not in a political way, and and being consistent, like you said, and, and that's what I plan to do uh, to use my my background and experience on these issues and understanding of these topics to make sure that we can say, hey, this is what we know, this is what happened, yeah. this is how this is this is a potential um, a violation of the law that 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 happened or not, and um, I think we need to do our work quickly. And we need to do it thoroughly. And it needs to be, you know, some piece of, you know, whatever the final report is. When you start getting into intelligence, you know, sources and methods, a lot of that stuff is classified. But right. we need to make sure that there is something um, that we can talk to the broader, you know, House of Representatives and the Senate, um, but also the broader, broader um, uh, to the American people. It's Congressman. And, and uh, that's something I'm committed to. It's Congressman Will Hurd. He's, of course, a Republican from the, from the great state of Texas, also on the House Intelligence Committee, also a former CIA agent. What do you know? Uh, maybe you can't tell me what you know. Do you all know on the Intelligence Committee, do you know on Capitol Hill what was in the phone call between General Michael Flynn and the Russian ambassador? Um, also, you mentioned this, you alluded to this earlier. I, I, I call it a shadow government. Are there a bunch, in your opinion, are there a bunch of Obama leftovers that are so beside themselves that Trump won that they're leaking illegally against federal law um, this this undercover listening into phone calls to the media just to try to unseat him somehow? So there's a lot, lot there, and let me try to un- unpack some of that. Sure. Um, um, first, what I like to make the distinction, we, we, you know, we say the intelligence community. Um, as, if, as if it's a homogenous group. Yeah. Uh, the intelligence community, I, I separate it into the professionals and then the, pol- the, the politicians. The professionals are the men and women in the CIA, the NSA, the people that are recruiting spies, stealing secrets, making sure we keep the homeland. They're just doing the job. Secure. They're on the front doing lines. Doing the job. Yeah. Then you have the folks at the DNI, the Directorate of National Intelligence, that are appointed positions. You have people within the National Security Council that are appointed positions. You have people at Department of Justice that are appointed, and they have generally more of. And some of them have. Um, they've been. They've. They've moved up the ranks, and so I can't say all of them. Yeah. But that's where you have 
folks that are a little bit more uh, 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 focused on political activity. And, and that's where you, and historically, in every administration, um, you've had problems with, with releasing information to the but press. But don't they work at the pleasure of the president? I mean, they, 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 at they the end do. of the day, work for him, don't they? They do. And the FBI's responsibility is to pursue these types of leaks, especially when um, it, it, is, it is of classified information. And I, um, I, am, I am very confident that the, the men and women in the FBI that, are in, that deal with counter-espionage, uh, which, is, which is how you would handle these leaks, yeah. um, are going to do their job. And, do, and, do you, Will, and do you should. know what was in that phone call? Have you seen um, the transcript? Is it available I, I, to you? I, I have not seen the transcript. Because um, NBC has apparently. I mean, well, you know, you know it, that is that is part of the problem. Um, that that is part of the that is part of the problem. And so, so as we are looking into um, this entire topic, um, these are the types of, of questions uh, we will be probing and, and seeking answers to, um, because this is a larger problem. Um, yeah. You know, it, it's funny. I, I have a big district, right? Twenty nine counties, yeah. two time zones. Takes ten and a half hours to drive across it. Right. When I'm out and about, a lot of people are like, "Why is there so much talk about how the intelligence, how how intelligence does their jobs?" And and they wish that we would uh, get beyond this because you're putting you're putting sources and methods at risk. And the conversation that we should be talking about is. How do we make sure we know what Vladimir Putin wants to do in right. Estonia? Um, how do we, what is the, what is the, why did um, uh, uh, Kim Jong-un in North Korea uh, seem to, it looks like, and to assassinate um, his, his, his brother-in-law or, or his half-brother? Um, you know, what is uh, China trying to do in the South China Sea? Uh, these, are, these are where we need to be having the, the conversation. We need to be talking about what is a digital act of war. If, if, a, if, a, if the North Koreans launch a missile in San Francisco, you and I know how we would respond. The North right. Koreans know how we would respond. Right. What's the equivalent when it comes to cyberspace? Because cyberspace is a domain just like air, air land, and sea. And so this is where our, our conversations should be, and we need to make sure our professionals and, and we root these problems out um, throughout the government. It's Congressman Will Hurd, Republican. He's on the House Intelligence Committee, of course, from the great state of Texas and uh, covers where I am in San Antonio and well beyond. Uh, last question, and I just want to throw out a little snark here. For some reason, your friends on the left found a, a, an act from 1799 that they say General Flynn violated, uh, the Logan Act from 1799. They're going to call him up on that. I just wanted to throw that out there just to, just to say how stupid it is. But, but, but having said that, you're dealing with a lot of fake news. Um, you've got a fake news story that just came out today where the AP was reporting and the AP is like the standard. They were reporting that the Trump administration was going to, was considering using upwards of a hundred thousand national guard troops to go around and collect illegal immigrants. Now it turns out that's fake news. According to Sean Spicer, according to the white house, according to several other sources that went and actually checked, you know, the, the information turns out not to be true. Um, it was some, some memo allegedly that wasn't started at the white house and wherever it was started, the white house rejected it how do you combat that as somebody who's representing you know hundreds of thousands of people if not millions of people from your district how do you, how do you combat that it's almost like your entire day could be spent rather easily dispelling fake news and and responding to questions that don't make any sense and don't do anything for your constituency 
Well, I, I do spend a lot of time responding um, to things like this, and, and it's unfortunate. And it has, as, a, as a former intelligence officer, you realize that um, information, what is said is only, is only one piece of the puzzle. Who said it? Why would they have said it? And in this, in this report, you know, where did it come from? Yeah. Who wrote it? Um, you know, there, there's the, the question should be whether or not the report should be taken seriously, and there's zero evidence that suggests that it should. Right. And, and so, so that is, that is it, it's the responsibility of people that are talking about these issues to give context, and, and, we, and, and it's so easy to say, oh, an unnamed official. Right. Well, was that unnamed official the, the brother-in-law of somebody who worked in the White House? Right. right? And, and, and why, would that, why would we attach any authority um, to what that person is saying or, or providing? It, it's a great question. Will, uh, we could spend two hours talking about stuff because there's so much going on. Let's do it again soon, all right? Absolutely. We appreciate Congressman Will Hurd, Republican of the great state of Texas. Back right after this. This is the Joe Pegg Show. Great to have you. Welcome. It's a Free Speech Friday edition of the Joe Pags Show, 1-800-383-9624, JoePags.com. Just, just barely scratched the surface here on the program, so we, we really appreciate you sticking around. You know, it's interesting, Carrie, that, that, that host way, mm-hmm. um, it, they're saying Romeo and the racist statement or whatever. Uh-huh. It is Romero. That's what our story says, Romero. Yeah, it says Romeo. This mm-hmm. is how beloved he is. To Rices in the community. Last name they right. don't know his last name. Hmm. Now, I'm just going to recheck it just in case. That, well, they say Romero in one, in one sec- section. The other section, it says the beloved member of the Romeo. San Antonio community, Josue Romeo. Oh, whoops. Could have been a couple of different guys. Got the, I forgot the you, R in there. You, you, you never know. Yeah. Let me go to the phone lines in the time we have remaining in the hour. Let me say hello and welcome to Catherine, who's in San Antonio. Hi, Catherine. What's going on? Hi. Good afternoon. Great hey. show. Thank you. Okay, um, I'm, I'm, I called in because whatever is being reported by mainstream media, first and foremost, the San Antonio Police Department is probably one of the best police departments. I have no affiliation other than no. I have a child who is schizophrenic. And okay. if that young man was at a park in Parasol, which is not the best area of San Antonio, after dark, and he was moved to the side, and he was questioned. My son has a name that since he was 11 years old, whenever he flew, he got a strip shirt, a strip search, because of yeah. his name. There's a lot of facts that go into this and a lot of details, and it's being sensationalized. And if the kid had, had marijuana on him, he had to have had something more. We intelligent people... No, there's always more to the story. We want the facts. Well, well, Catherine, you're right, and i got to run here, but you're right. Uh, There is more to the story, certainly more to the story than Raices is saying. They want us to believe it was this poor immigrant walking down the road and the police hassled him for the hell of it, which didn't happen, according to all the reports. 1-800-383-9624. Stay here on radio. This is The Joe Pag Show.
This is the Joe Pag Show. Call 210-737-1200 or 800-383-9624. And now, Joe Pags. You darn skippy, glad to have you. Welcome to the program. Thanks, the Joe Pag Show. Great radio stations across the land. iHeartRadio, JoePags.com on a Friday. Give me some strings. Come on, horn section. Absolutely. Protein bar at the top of the hour. Protein. Carrie Lockie, way to go. No, hey. no, no, no. Keep it up with the packs. What day is it anyway? Where's Bob Guthrie? Friday. Thank God it's Friday. Thank God it is Friday. You know it. Friday. Friday. Uh-huh. Thank God it's Friday. Thank God it is Friday. What the heck? Let's make it a free speech Friday. Let's go. Ah, freedom. Whatever's on your mind is going to be fair game. If I know something about it, we'll talk about it. If not, we will move on. There's a lot going on, and I appreciate you. The uh, the libs on Twitter haven't figured it out yet, Carrie. They haven't figured out that uh, that uh, the only answer they're going to get from me on Twitter mm-hmm. is call the show. Good. You're still keeping that up. They they, they haven't they haven't figured it out yet. Just call the show. Yeah. Please. It's really that simple. You call the show, show me what an idiot I am. Yeah, that'd be fun. That would be great for me. I'd love that. Perfect ending to the week. When you do things like that, the people realize that you're not a big supporter of the show. <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. Oh, I gotta crack, I gotta crack open a gotta crack open a ZBL. But... Hold on. Oh yeah. Mm, yeah. Yummy. I don't like cream soda, but but Ew, this uh, the Zevia cream soda, soda is pretty good. Really? Hmm. Okay. Yep, nothing wrong with that. How about some water? The, That's what I'm drinking. Hmm? Why? Seriously, it's like it's your mission to take all my fun away. <laughs> this is my mission, actually. And again, I want people to understand this it is exactly... I know, I know what the problem is, and people have already alluded to this on the Twitters. <laughs> what? What? The problem is there's like a four-day weekend and you're not taking it off. Ugh, that's that's what that your problem hurt. is. That does hurt a little bit. I'm sorry. You have to put in a whole week. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, come on. You put I'll in a whole darn here. week. I'm here today. I'll be here time, on huh? Monday. Oh, that's not true. I just took off last Friday. It was the first time in a long time. Yeah, but I mean, as far as not really contributing, it's no, been just about every no, day. No, no, that does not happen. one 800 I've got a guy, Henry, in San Antonio, been holding for a while, wants to talk about this Josue Romero thing. And uh, by all means, I'm listening. We'll do that because on Friday, you set the agenda. We'll talk about what you want to. There are some things, very few, but there are some things that I don't know about, and then Mm. we'll move on. Um, There's a story out of Washington State. And again, for some reason, this is Washington State, because we've got great listeners in Yakima. We've got some other listeners coming on soon in another city in Washington. I know that we've been on in Spokane for a short amount of time now. Uh, and I think that's like at, at midnight or something. And that's great. We love being on there. But Washington State, like this doofus district uh, judge that made the ruling on the executive order that was absolutely incorrect, there's another ruling now about, about gay couples and about whether somebody can refuse service to them. And we'll have that for yeah. you coming up, which is another one of these stories that make you go, really? Really, dude? 
Because, again, religious liberty for some reason is put on the back burner. And, um, you know, somebody's orientation is more important. So we'll have that story for you coming up. Carrie, if you can, get that ready for me. Uh, By the way, Carrie is my news anchor. Does a great job as a news anchor. Really? General oh. pain in my ass, which oh, okay. is not, you know, okay, I'll take it. really okay, the biggest part of what we get from job. her. Okay. Let me go to Henry in San Antonio. Henry, what's going on? Thank you, Joe, for having me on. I wanted yes, to comment about racists and this young man. Shame sure. on both of them. First of all, racism is getting too political. This young man is out there smoking dope, and he's part of the DACA program, and he wants refuge in the United States. Sorry, you can't smoke dr- dope and drugs and also be a refugee. Smoking dope gets people kicked off the land in Mexico, Colombia, and all those countries and creates the refugees. He should know better. His parents should know better. And he's lucky that he didn't get deported. This has got to stop. Another thing, the only reason we're talking about this is because Trump is in office. If this was Obama in office, we wouldn't be having this conversation. And that's what's wrong with races, because they're turning this into a political football game, and they need to stay out of the politics, and they need to stay in focusing and helping people. And that's the reason the organization got started, and that's why I volunteered for them in the past, and that's why I protested with them in the past, and they need to to drop this and stop the anti-Trump agenda that they're doing right now. That's all I got to say. All right, Henry, I'm with you, and I agree with him. Um, This is a vital part of the story, the fact that he was arrested um, for drug possession, for marijuana possession. Now, I'm going to go out on a limb here, and I'm going to say something that that really makes a lot of sense to me, and it might not make a lot of sense to others, but I'm going to say it anyway. If you got deferred action, you know, whereas you already, this guy, as far as I understand from the stories I've read, had a, you know, a deportation date like many years ago. And he was given a reprieve by President Obama and this DACA program. If you got a reprieve and you're allowed to stay here, you you are, first of all, well aware that you're in this country illegally and that there's going to be some sort of adjudication eventually, even if it's just put off for a couple of years. I'm not against taking a look at children that were brought here um, illegally by their parents. And by the way, where are his parents? Did they come here illegally or did he come here on his own? That I don't know. I don't know. And, and nobody's reporting it. Wouldn't that be an angle of the story that should be reported? It would be. I'd like to know. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I'd, I'd like to ask the question of, of him and his family. But having said that, you have deferred action. You're allowed to stay here for now until the government figures out what it's going to do about immigration and immigration reform. But, I mean, I, I would think if I just got a reprieve in the country where I want to be, and I'm in the country illegally, and everybody knows it, including the government, but they're letting me stay. The last thing I would do is go smoke some reefer. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. The last thing I would do is possess marijuana. Now, from what I understand, his lawyer says he didn't have any marijuana. I guess the Bear County Sheriff's just making it up. Well, the sheriff says that he did. And if it turns out that he did, what the hell was he thinking? This is my country. It's the only country I know. This is where I want to stay. I heard some phone call with the guy the other day. I'd like to have him on the program and find out what the hell he was thinking. But at the end of all of it, you, you should probably fly as straight and narrow and live as right as you possibly can so as not to face this. It's really that simple. All right. If you don't mind, give me that story out of Washington State. 
Okay, from Fox News, the Washington Supreme Court ruled unanimously Thursday that a florist who refused to provide services for a same-sex wedding broke the state's anti-discrimination law, even though she claimed doing so would violate her religious beliefs. A lower court had fined Baronel Stutzman, a florist in Richland, Washington, for denying service to a gay couple in 2013 and ordered her to pay a $1,000 fine. Stutzman argued she was exercising her First Amendment rights, but the court held her floral arrangements do not constitute protected free speech and that providing flowers to a same-sex wedding would not serve as an endorsement of same-sex marriage. As Stutzman acknowledged at deposition, providing flowers for a wedding between Muslims would not necessarily constitute an endorsement of Islam, nor would providing flowers for an atheist couple endorse atheism, the opinion said. Stutzman's lawyers immediately said they would ask the U.S. Supreme Court to overturn the decision. Quote, it's wrong for the state to force any citizen to support a particular view about marriage or anything else against their will. Stutzman's attorney, Kristen Wagoner, wrote in a statement issued after the ruling. Freedom of speech and religion are not subject to the whim of a majority. They are constitutional guarantees. And they are. I mean, it's really that simple. And you'll notice I have never yet, and Carrie, correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. if you can find one, I'd love to hear it. I don't recall any story whatsoever ever telling somebody who is a Muslim business owner that they have to change their beliefs or bend their beliefs for somebody yeah, else. I haven't heard that. I'm, I'm yet to hear the Muslim caterer who had to cater a Jewish wedding. I'm yet to hear of the Muslim photographer that had to take pictures at a gay wedding. I'm yet to, but if you're a Christian in this country, it's okay for you to be under attack. You're the vast majority of the country. We are a Christian-majority country. Remember they kept on saying Muslim-majority countries, mm-hmm. um, you know, according to the executive order by President Trump? We're a Christian-majority country. And we've got, we've got judges sitting on the bench in Washington State and elsewhere who really think that they have the right to tell people, I don't care what your religious beliefs are, you must do this, that, or the other. That's stunning to me. And that's something that has to be addressed by this Congress, has to be addressed by this president. I mean, you shouldn't really have to because it says it in the Constitution. And by the way, it's not about free speech, as the dumb judge said. This is about freedom of religion and also stopping the government from forcing you to do something that's outside of your religion. Look, if this person, if this florist thinks that she is being forced to take part in a wedding ceremony that goes against her her religion, she's allowed to have that. It's a major reason why we broke away from England, because everybody in England had to be Anglican. You had no religious freedom. 1-800-383-9624-JoePags.com. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pags Show. Great to have you. Welcome. It is the Joe Pag Show. Lots going on. Lots to get to. We'll get to a story a little bit later on. Rutgers University is, is apologizing. I guess they didn't let students wear a certain um, a certain garment or certain dress to some sort of a job fair. <laughs> I saw Hear about that. this? Yes, I saw that Come story. On, man. Tell us the matter with that. I don't people. know. Um, also, a day without an without immigrants. How'd that go? It was yesterday. Were you affected? Uh, no, I was not. Were you? Yeah, I couldn't figure out how to eat food. I couldn't figure out how to drive down the road. I couldn't figure out how to get gasoline. No, I couldn't think figure you out how to get a beverage. Things, huh? 
Whole damn country shut down, day without immigrants. You know what I love about it? Hmm. Most people who are immigrants to this country, there are tons of them, legal immigrants, just ignored it. Um, and you know what's, what else is funny? Most okay. people who are illegally in the country, they ignore it too. Hmm. It happened like in Houston, a couple hundred people showed up at some park. Happened in LA. Is it true? I saw this on my news feed earlier. Is it true that a man who wants to be the president of Mexico held a huge rally in Los Angeles, California? I I sent you that story this morning. Yes. Oh, is that where I saw it? Yes. From me. You normally send me crap and I ignore it. So That's not true. I send you lots of good stuff. D- do me a favor and get that one Let queued up and ready it. to go. Okay. I'm going to take a few phone calls here. After the bottom of the hour, we'll get into that okay. one. I want to make sure I understand. A guy, this is the headline, we'll get into the actual details of the story in a little while, but a, a guy who wants to be the president of Mexico mm-hmm. felt comfortable <laughs> enough in Los Angeles <laughs> to hold a rally in our country. Yeah. How do you think that would go over in Mexico? I, I think President Trump should just show up in, like, you know, Mexico City, hold a huge rally, then leave. Yeah. I mean, that, that would work, wouldn't wild. it? No. Can that happen in any other country on Earth except here? No, I don't think so. Only here. The, not only did the mayor of the city not tell him to get lost, he probably took part. I don't. We'll get into that story in a little while. Let me go to the phone lines on a free speech Friday. I don't want to keep people waiting too long. Would, would you hit your face in the microphone? Sorry, my headphone. I went to go type Holy something. Crap. My headphone hit serious? the microphone. I'm sorry. Are you new to radio? I didn't do it on purpose. I'm sorry. Hold on. <laughs> I know you're trying to do hitting? a show. I know. It is my microphone. Man. It's in the way sometimes. Just trying to work. It's, I'm it's trying like, to work for the show. I'm trying to do stuff for well, you. I don't know about that. Well, let's be honest here. <laughs> well, you can't, your head can't avoid the microphone. I don't know how hard you're working. <laughs> Let me go to the phone lights. I had a Frank in San Antonio. Frank, what's going on? Hi. Hello, Frank. Yeah, it's a phone. What's the matter with you? Let me go back at it. Say hi to um, Joel. Hi, Joel. What's happening? How are you doing? I'm living the dream, man. What's, what's going on today? Not much. What's up, Linda? Hey, <laughs> how's it going? That's funny. Nice, Joel. Funny. Nice. Funny. Very nice. What's on your uh, mind, man? Come on. I got a political cartoon that uh, I think will be kind of cool. Okay. All right. The setting is like a golden corral or something like that. And the guy okay. has a paid receipt in his hand. And he's asking the waiter, hey, that section, they're giving out way free doggy bags. Can I sit over there? And the, the waiter says, no, that's for people who snuck into the back door. Would that be crazy? Yeah. That's actually and pretty good. Love- Joel, what you have to do is you have to draw that and send it to me now. Okay, I'll try that. Uh, we do love Carrie, by the way. Oh, no, it's, it's, you. Don't yeah, it's nice. That's what he wanted. That's what he wanted. That was nice. See what he did? Yeah. Beginning he and- me up a little bit by calling I Linda. <laughs> I know. And then he knew the whole time he was going to drop the Carrie uh, uh, reference. Awesome. I just thought that was rude. I do like I that. Thought it was not untoward. rude. It was awesome. I thought everything was backhanded. I loved it. I think that it was horrible. Best if he sends me that cartoon now, I'm going <laughs> to hit delete. Oh, you will not. Let me go to um, to Ryan. Ryan, where are you? Kingville what? Kingsville, Texas. Beautiful. How's it going, Ryan? Oh, doing good, doing good. Hey, Joe, if... Uh, you don't mind i got a little crazy idea here and just just go with me for a second and then tell me what you think okay right, so apparently according to federal courts i think it was a federal court you can't discriminate against somebody who's a homosexual by not making a cake okay fine with that with that in mind 
isn't it the same thing about you and I being discriminated against in certain buildings and certain businesses because we happen to carry a firearm? Well, we actually have the Second Amendment right to carry that firearm, so it's actually worse discriminating against us because we're discriminated against, you know, by something that's supposed to be a right that the government can't infringe. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So, while that is a horrible, horrible ruling, couldn't we kind of flip it on the libs' heads and use that ruling in some sort of lawsuit against a business who won't let us do our shopping or... Well, I talk about it all the time here, and it's not like they're going to go with it because, again, you've got a bunch of people legislating from the bench. But, I mean, we talk about it all the time here. People on the left will go on and on and on about their right to protest, even violently protest. Ryan, thanks. Even violently protest, even burn things down. I'm exercising. This is a beautiful exorcism of my, or exercising of my, my right to, to freely assemble and to speak and hold the government uh, at, at odds and, and, and bring redress and all that. And I say, well, cool. Can I bring my gun? Oh, no! You can't bring your gun? What? You're trying to kill people. So, yeah, I mean, the First Amendment is the... I believe that the amendments are in the order that they're in for a good reason. Um, The First Amendment, the most important by by our founders. The Second Amendment, right there, man. And the Second Amendment, for those who don't understand this, I want to be as clear as I can. I've said it before. I'll say it again. It's not about hunting, not about target practice, not about going to the range. This is... This is... Not about killing, you know, your your dinner. This amendment is there to keep the government in check. The Second Amendment is there so you have the right to keep and bear arms to keep the government from becoming a tyrannical, you know, Hitler-like um, fascist government. That's why it's there. Period. End of story. The government needs to fear the people for whom it works. It, it doesn't get more complicated than that. It really doesn't. 1-800-383-9624, JoePags.com. Going to be Lois in Minnesota. Hi, Lois. What's going on? Good, mo- good afternoon or good evening. Sorry. So it's good morning to you, huh? So you're still in the morning time, Lois. I tell you, it's just holiday. <laughs> yes, I was just uh, listening about the um, the flowers, the floral thing situation yeah. with the... Uh, with the, the uh, situation there, and I made me think about a few years ago when I owned a business and I was contacted, and they wanted me to advertise, and um, in their in their uh, magazine, and I just told them no, that's not at all what I believe. I cannot advertise in there. And my husband heard me, and he said, you know, you could have been sued. And I said. I have every right to advertise where I want, and I have every right to work where I want. And I didn't, you know, but I did tell them that I didn't believe in what they said. But the flower thing, I would have just bumped my price up way high, then they would have never bought. And the same thing with that cake, wedding cake situation years ago, a couple of years back. They should yeah. have just had their prices sky high. Of course, then I suppose since they're posted, it would be, can't do that either, but... You know, well, they, would prob- they probably would be sued. Well, I got to tell you, Lois, I hear what you say. First of all, uh, you know, you don't have to advertise anywhere if you don't want to advertise there. I, uh, your husband was incorrect about that. Um, but when it comes to bumping your prices sky high, um, unless you can prove that everybody's going to pay that same price, they're still going to be calling it discrimination. And some idiot who's sitting on a bench somewhere is going to also agree that you can't do that. It's discriminatory to raise the price because some of somebody's sexual orientation. This is about religion. This is about the First Amendment. This is about your ability to to worship as you see fit. 
provided you're not hurting somebody and, and I'm like physically harming them. You know, there's some religions where you got to kill things and sacrifice stuff. But but at the end of the day here, what you have is either we have the First Amendment that that protects our God-given right to worship as we see fit, or we don't have it. That's really what it's about. 1-800-383-9624. You're listening to Joe Pags. Glad to have you. Thanks. The Joe Pag Show. Great radio stations all over the place. iHeartRadio, JoePags.com, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, email. Uh, over on the Facebook, we're at uh, 357,920. Gained like 100 this week or something. Normally, you'd gain five, 6,000 in a week. Like 100. Hmm. Zuckerberg's I'm mad sorry. at me again. Yeah, what you did? You did something. You know what? I was real. Hmm. I told him, Mark, listen, I don't want to be your friend anymore. <laughs> what well, oh. I was, I was <laughs> direct lie, with him. Right? Oh, okay. why can't I be direct with a brother? Okay. I mean, yeah, that, that's what happened. Yeah, that which is nice. Over on the uh, the Twitters, it is um, it is plural, right? The Twitters. I think they changed it. No, they did not change it. Pretty sure they made it plural. No. No. 34,939. So I'm going to need you to get me to 35,000 now. Enough already. Mm, mm-hmm. And I'm going to need you to get me to 358,000 over on the Facebook. Um, on the Gab. Now, have you, have you joined the, the Minds or the Gab? No. You know why? Because you don't care about the people. I do care, but I don't think I need all of that. I don't think anybody on the minds, needs got all of 3,472. Uh-huh. And then on the gab, I've got like eleven hundred or something, which uh, is which is interesting. Eleven fifty, eleven fifty three, and I'm bringing it everywhere. I'm just I'm, yeah, I'm bringing it I on, on the are. Instagram. It's like five thousand. I don't know. Yeah. So I try to do this this um and and maybe Karina can help with this because I because I, I don't know how to do it, and I, I'm I'm just gonna lean back here for a second. We got people wanting to say, oh freedom of religion, bah, mm. posting a sign, blah blah blah. blah. Um, it, it, we'll we'll get to all of you, but um. Maybe Karina can help with this. They've got this stories thing now on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And the stories thing is where, remember a few weeks ago, it was decided that I have to do a day in the life or some crap and people would like that? Yeah. So I'm at the gym the other day and I took a picture and I put it up on the stories on Instagram and then I tried to add another picture to, to show what I was doing next and there was no uh, way to do the next and uh, it just didn't take, and I didn't know how to do it, and I got frustrated, and I stopped. Yeah. You need to just give that up. Now, you don't you know how to do to. it. I know that much. No. Karina, are you near a microphone or not? I don't think she is. Right, no, I hear something. Hold on. I hear movement. No? Okay. So, um, I don't know how it works. You're supposed to press a certain button that says, my story or my something, and then you you put a picture, and then you put another picture, then you put another picture, and then and then when people click on it, they see like the story of your day. You could put a video on there, you could put a picture. I don't mm-hmm. know how to do it. Mm-kay. And technologically speaking, I rock. Don't get me wrong mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. I absolutely rock. But yet you can't. So the, um, I can't. Instagram, can you? So look, I mean, if I were you, I wouldn't make fun of me because clearly you have no clue of you well, want to talk about. I haven't about. even tried. Right, because you have no, you have no, you even have an Instagram. No, 
Yeah, see? How can you try if you don't even have an Instagram? <laughs> it it was to. Snapchat had this My Story thing, and then Instagram copied it. And now I actually think Facebook is trying to do it too. But again, make it simple. I press a button. I add a picture. Press a button. Add another picture. Make it simple. And then we'll all be happy. Mm-hmm. 1-800-383-9624-JoePags.com. Let me go to, um, let's see here, going to be Carlo, who's in Minnesota. Hi, Carlo. What's going on? Hey, Joe. Good evening to you. hope everything's going hey. well with you and your family. It is. So you I, too, my friend. What's happening? Great. I just want to give a shout-out to your listeners to check out a Senate bill that's introduced by uh, Senator Tom Cotton from the great state of Arkansas. It's, okay. uh, it's called the RAISE Act. I think it's uh, F-354. And it's if by itself that's if you read through that that's going to fix a lot of things that were broken with the immigration system, just like getting rid of Obamacare will take care of the mess that that created. That I just I would just urge your listeners to check it out, read it, and then hammer your legislators in Congress and the Senate to get this puppy passed. When did he When did he present it? Uh, it's got a number now. Uh, it's either coming up, but it, I just found out today it got a number. It was actually S three fifty four. So you got to read through this thing, and it's and it's going to un unmask a bunch of stuff that Ted Kennedy screwed up in the seventies. S three fifty four. Correct. Yep. All right, we'll check it out, my friend. I appreciate it. Open line now. One eight hundred three eight three nine six two four JoePags dot com. Barry is in New York. Hi, Barry. What's going on? Hey, Joe. Carrie, hope you have a great weekend. You too. Thank What's you. happening? Okay, I can't, I'll call to talk to you. I, um, I work in a store here in Cooperstown, New York, and I had no. an arrogant lady come in yesterday. Asked, well, she didn't ask. She said, you need to put this up in your window. And I'm like, uh, what is it? So she, it wasn't a little poster. It was a movie-sized poster. She started unrolling it. All, all of a sudden, I saw red, white, and blue stripes and stars and then big letters. We welcome all people of all faiths, of all countries, to our town. And I looked at her. I said, ma'am, we do not put up political posters. And, oh, God, she got so mad. She said, it's only political if you make it political and all this. And then I said, well, when you say all people, does that include illegals? And she went off to calling me racist, saying that they're just like anyone else. They they should be able to come here and then give them the benefit of the doubt and wait until they do something wrong, and then we can do something about it. I told her, ma'am, I'm sorry, I am not going to put this poster up. She got so red-faced, she started screaming that I was a racist. And I said, well, you can leave the poster here. And she said, if I do that, you're just going to rip it up. And now... An afterthought, I wish, I have a liquor store, and I wish, because we carry Trump wine. I, I would have loved to go back, picked up a bottle of Trump wine, and just said, you know, give it to her, just, just to see the look on her face. So as she was leaving, because I, I was real polite, and seems like the more nicer I was, the matter she got. So I said, ma'am, you have a beautiful day, and God love you. And she turns back and said, you are so racist, blah, blah, blah. And she stormed out the door. It's like, oh, I hope she comes back, because I yeah. have a bottle of Trump wine underneath the desk. Just as soon as I see her coming in, I am going to take it out, 
get a glass and ask if she wants to join me for uh I, I hope she joins you. I, I hope she comes back. A couple of things are important. Number one, Cooperstown is where the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame is. Yes, um it is. so that's that it's a very historic town. Number yes, two, what what made her think she could walk into your business and tell you what you had to hang in the window? Number three, um what race exactly were you racist against because uh, illegal immigrant is not a race. It's it's a it's it's actually a criminal um, uh, charge. So I'm not really I sure know. I get I it. I wanted to go on with her about that, but I just figured, no, I'm just gonna be nice. And once I, it was just so weird. The nicer I got. The meaner and madder she got. So I was just playing along. I was trying to be as nice yeah. as I could. But damn, I wish I had got got that bottle of wine. I would have loved to just put it in her face and ask if she'd like a, a compliment. Now, now let me ask bottle. you this. As you drive around Cooperstown, are other businesses putting this sign in the window? Is this woman well, going to everybody just, and telling them just, what to do? Just one, one store I see. They moved up from New York City, and I know them because his mother moved up from New York City with my neighbor. She's a 40-year um, retiree from the United Nations. Okay. And she has gone around when she first moved in. She br- brought a petition to my house asking me to sign it because she's trying to help um, the people in her office she used to work for in the United Nations to abolish the Congress. And she said, it's oh, come on. That the United Nations wants to <laughs> have control. And get this, the last election, she'd go to... Um, around to all the neighborhood doors knock. Um, yes, we're taking a poll for the United Nations. Who did you po- uh, vote for and why? <laughs> I told her it was none of her business, and I slammed the door in her face. That's crazy. But- uh, Barry, I appreciate you calling in. I can't even imagine living in, in a city or living in a community where it was so hyper-political, everything was hyper-political. That would drive me bonkers. Now, look, I do politics for a living. We also have some fun. We talk about, you know, Carrie blasting all the time. But, Mm-mm. you know, at, at the end at the end of it, um, I, I when I'm not on the air, I don't want to talk about politics all the time. I don't want you putting your political persuasion in my face all the time. I don't want you knocking on my door and telling me I've got to sign some petition to get rid of the Congress, for God's sake. So just stop it. 1-800-383-9624, JoePags.com. Stay right here. Joe Pags. Glad to have you. The Joe Pags Show, 1-800-383-9624, JoePags.com. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, email, it's all right there. Uh, do the right thing. Do the right thing when it comes to social media. You're just going to say it. Mm-hmm. Just make sure you do the right do thing. Do the right thing. What's the right thing? Like your you got to go like and follow. you got to uh-huh. go like and follow. I see. I got it. That's the right thing. Do you want the cancer to come back? Is that, I mean... <laughs> It has nothing to so do with it, hope? though. It's not my hope. I took of one for the not. team, man. I took one for the listeners. You did. I gave up a big part of me for the listeners. <laughs> yes. But for the listeners? For those who don't know, I had testicular cancer. What was it five, six years ago now? Uh, Something yeah. like that. TRC. 
And uh, no, the, or the CRT. 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 Right. Yeah. I had to get rid of the cancer riddled <laughs> testicle. Yes. That's right. We had to I take care of that. Okay. Yeah. And the doctors were like, "Holy mackerel, you had enough for two men." So, really? <laughs> um, no. When it comes to when it comes to fortitude and and. Oh, um, and oh. And, and stick-to-itiveness. What did you think I meant? And I yeah. know what you meant. Virility. But... Virility. Uh-huh. Is what, and they were like, whoa. So, uh, yeah, we, we had that issue, took care of it. And I just think, listen, I give that for you. And it's a, it's a big part of my life. <laughs> so they should really go and like your Facebook page. Well, they? let me ask you this. How difficult is it to press a like or press follow? Well, it's follow? not. But what if they don't How like hard is that you? to do? But what if How they hard don't is that like to do? you? Well, the problem is, if they don't like me, they just don't know me yet. Uh- <laughs> Oh, I see. What? Okay. <laughs> that makes sense. Okay. I actually get a notification when people unfollow me. Uh-huh. And it like, makes me all mad every day. I should just get <laughs> rid of that service. Why. Yes, get rid of it. Well, like somebody's unfollowed me or unliked the, unliked the page today. And uh, <laughs> I, I tweeted to him, thanks. You know, I'm like, <laughs> Dude, come on. And she's like, what? I'm like, what? What, what? are you talking about? I, I think it actually think it's kind of funny. Really? I, I was like, it, 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 like somebody did that the other day. They liked it, then unliked it in about a matter of like two minutes. And I said, what was that, a drive-by? I guess so. I actually wrote that. He was like, oh, no, no, I'm sorry that he liked it again. So uh, I've actually guilted some people into liking the page. Wow. Dude, Why not? You must get rid of that now. What are you ta- I'm not that. getting rid of it. You need no, no, to. It's, it's, a, it's healthy. It's actually, get rid it's of a it. way to, it's a way to somehow gauge the, the, <laughs> to guilt people the following and the helping. The, what I want to do is I want people to get an opportunity to get the added value of the Joe Pag show. So you listen to the show. Mm-hmm. You're like, damn, three hours flew by. I can't believe it's three over hours already. Isn't enough. Let me float over to the Facebook and the Twitter. Mm-hmm. Let me get more Joe. Everybody wants Mo Joe. Mo Let's Joe. Be oh. Everybody three needs all the Joe might they can get. Be enough, don't you? Wow, think? certainly is of you. One eight hundred three eight three nine six two four. Back to the phone lines. Let me say hello to uh, Dennis in San Antonio. Dennis, what's going on? Hi. Good afternoon, Joe. Hi, Dennis. And tell you how bad I feel. Uh, looks like we kind of lost our local voice. How's that? Well, you're one of the multinational stars now, and nobody's really concerned about what happens here in San Antonio. And I well, how's, how's that? Well, first of all, I'm not multinational. I'm only in one nation. So, uh, no, it's not multinational. But, but I, I'm listening. Go ahead. I was wondering if we're ever going to hear from, like, Terry Hall again or talk about the misdirected billions from the city council or you know that stuff that that we used to get out there that we could rally support for well what time did you start listening to the program tonight uh i believe it was around six when i got home okay what, what time does is my show on uh four five <laughs> multinational star you i'm a multinational star now and i've forgotten about the little people all right a couple of things Uh, i'm on great radio stations all over it'll be 85 or 86 soon and uh, and we love it but but i certainly talk about uh, interesting issues and we many times have uh have stories that emanate from san antonio i find them to be interesting the ratings say the, the 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 call letters across the nation think these stories are interesting, and I certainly haven't. I, I talk about it every day. In the first hour alone, I had Will Hurd on, who's a, a U.S. representative, happens to be from San Antonio. Also talked about this this Jos, Josue uh, Romero, 
who is uh, is a, a San Antonio 19-year-old who was arrested and then given to uh, Immigration and Customs Enforcement. So if you don't think there's a San Antonio connection, there is. Now, there's also a South Florida connection. I used to live there. There's a Michigan connection. I used to live there. There's a California connection. I used to visit there. New York connection. I'm from there. I mean, I, I here's here was the objective when I started doing the show. This show in this form over 10 years ago. The objective was to do an interesting program every day. And thank God for a decade now, people think it's an interesting program. And let me tell you, the morning show on our, our flagship, WOAI in San Antonio, covers all that and then some. And they do a, the best job of it at anybody um, that, I've, that I've heard on radio. Charlie Parker and Tim Merriman and, and, and the crew, Charity McCurdy, everybody, they just do a great job. So the idea that you've lost a local voice, A, I am local, B, why not have interesting, fun radio, intriguing, educational radio that can go anywhere? And I've never seen a negative in that. Have you? I have not. No. I think you're doing a fine job, Joe. But he doesn't know what time I'm on. No, four? <laughs> he was. And, and didn't know that we had two San Antonio stories in the first hour alone. Yeah. Must have missed that. Darn it. I have to have eight San Antonio. A guy like that reminds me of, and I've told this story a billion times, I'm going to tell it again. I was at the gym in Lansing, Michigan. I was at the at the YMCA in Holt, Michigan, actually. And, and those of you listening in Lansing and WJIM know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, and, and a guy came up to me and said, you're the guy on TV, aren't you? And I was doing a TV, uh, I was a TV news anchor, but also I did something called On Point, which was a talk show after the newscast. Mm-hmm. And he said, well, you're, you're the guy from TV, aren't you? I said, yeah, how you doing? He said, well, I don't like your show. I said, well, well, well great. <laughs> That's what awesome. don't you like about it? And, and he and he said, well, that talk show thing you're doing. I mean, I like it if it's a topic I'm interested in. <laughs> and I and I literally said, well, why don't you tell me what to talk about every day? And then it'll be a great <laughs> show for you every day. Everybody else is going to hate it. Yeah. But at least I got you, Bob, you know, or whoever the hell the guy <laughs> is. So, so I hear you, Dennis. I appreciate it. If I were you, I'd start my own talk show. And you could talk about mm, the city council every day. I, th- I think yeah. there could be... Dennis on the council. Oh, I'll, 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 I'll do the open for you. Yes. And now, Dennis on the council. Mm, I like it. Or, mm-hmm. or not. Or maybe not. 1-800-383-9624. Now, he has set the, the, the tone for Dennis's. Here's another Dennis, however, from uh-huh. Washington State. And Dennis, you got to help us because the, the previous Dennis didn't do you right. Your namesake did not do, do, did not do you right. Well, you're not going to do anybody right. But, okay. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, I just want to say hello, and uh, my comment is this, Joe, I enjoy your show, and, uh, and God bless you for uh, battling cancer. It's what I do for a living every day. Thank and you. If you're not going to fight, you're not going to win. So here's my point. This poor lady down in Kennewick, uh, in the floral business, she, uh, you know, she respectfully declines to do business with friends of hers, and they then go and sue her and get the ACLU involved. They were, they were her friends? They were friends with her. Oh, I, I didn't see that in the business. story. I did not know that they were friends. She had done business with them before many times. But you're saying not for your wedding. And she respectfully declines to say, you know, I just disagree with that. And you think friends would be like, they wouldn't have another florist come do uh, the whole show for them. And uh, next thing she's out of business, pretty much. I mean... Legal fees. Well, Dennis, I got I got to run to break here. That's intriguing. I did not know that angle of the story. Keep it right here. Coming back. Joe Pags.
is the Joe Pag Show. Call 210-737-1200 or 800-383-9624. And now, Joe Pags. Oh, yeah. Glad to have you. Welcome. The Joe Pag Show. Great radio stations across the land. iHeartRadio. JoePags.com for all the social media there and more on a Friday. A free speech Friday. Free speech Friday. Uh, freedom. JoePags.com. Whatever's in your mind, fair game. If I know something about it, we'll talk about it. If not, we'll move on. I, I do appreciate you taking the time. Um, I, I'm looking forward to getting home tonight. It's a long ride. A lot of traffic today, too. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially from what for I understand, you. Yeah. Oh, f- crazy. From what I understand, chicken wings tonight. Oh, really? Mm. Oh, yeah. Like some chicken wings. Oh, yeah. Like the hot ones, barbecue. Oh, yeah. What are we doing? Burn your face off. Burn your face oh, off. Oh, some yeah. Of those. I like oh, those. Oh, yeah. Can we come over? What a few time? hours later, clean you right out. What? You, ugh. Never mind. What? <laughs> Never mind. What I was going to ask, what time would you like to have us over? My family loves chicken wings. I would love to have your family over. Yeah. I'm coming too. I have no, to come I'm with not- them. I just checked. It's part of the deal. And according to to the rules, if I if I own the house, I can decide who gets to come here. <laughs> really? You'd let everybody else in but me? Nah, well, yeah? I'm just saying, uh-huh. you know, you can wait in the car. It's going to take you uh... longer to get there than even me because I know you get where you come from. The way you go, it takes a long time. But, it does, uh, yeah. I'm not sure that the, that the wings would still be available. By the oh, time you okay. got to the house, it's yeah. just really rude, but okay. But uh, for what I understand, they're they're going to be yummy, mm. and I'm looking forward to making that happen. Okay. So uh, we we are going to replay the first hour, Let's finish this hour, and uh, and and got chicken and, wings again. Do me a favor, call my wife. Thought I'll be home in, in 45 minutes because okay. it takes it takes a good we'll 45. We'll do. We'll do. One eight hundred three eight three nine six two four JoePags.com. Lots of people online want to talk about lots of different things, and that's sort of what we do on a free speech Friday. And we'll definitely do that as well. But I want to give you that story out of Los Angeles, and I want you to really think as Carrie gives you the story. I want you to really think if this would ever fly for any other wannabe leader of a a connected country, a neighbor country, to show up in one of the largest cities in that country and do some sort of a political rally. Nuts. Go ahead and give us this story. From Breitbart, Mexican presidential hopeful Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador held a mass rally in Los Angeles on Sunday to criticize American President Donald J. Trump's plans to build a wall across the U.S.-Mexico border. And the populist Lopez Obrador hoped to rally supporters against his country's ruling party, the Institutional Revolutionary Party, and to capitalize on resentment over Trump's border wall proposal, Wire Service Reuters reported. Quote, I think the wall and the demagoguery of patriotism are no match for the the dignity and humanity of the American people, Lopez Obrador said during his rally. The Mexican politician went on to praise California as a refuge and blessing for immigrants and exclaimed, long live California, to the cheers of the crowd. The candidate added that Trump is stirring up Americans against Mexicans, according to a version of a speech published on his website. Donald Trump and his advisors have gained from stirring up members in certain sectors of U.S. society against immigrants, and particularly those of Mexican nationality, he said. When they want to build a wall to segregate population, 
retaliation or when the word foreigner is used to insult, denigrate, and discriminate against our fellow human beings. It goes against humanity. It goes against intelligence and against history, Lopez Obrador told the crowd. Lopez Obrador also whipped up the crowd by insisting he would spearhead a move in the United Nations to file human rights violations against the United States. And the candidate ended his speech by slamming Trump's campaign phrase, Make America Great Again. And neither the United States nor the American continent come first. What comes first is to build here on this earth the kingdom of justice and universal brotherhood, Lopez Obrador concluded. I just want to know if that could happen anywhere else. Nope. Nope. Like, could, could the wannabe president of Italy go to Geneva, Switzerland and and do a, a rally and complain about Switzerland and how bad it is or something? Mm-hmm. I, don't, mm-hmm. I don't understand. We just, yeah. I mean, the guy completely no. talking out of his butt. The guy, the guy, without a doubt, just talking out of his rear end, denigrating the country. See, this is, uh, I'm actually glad it happened because I want people to be unhappy with it. I want people to say, well, wait a second. We've now gone a step beyond where I was, because I'm not talking about conservative people like, like me, because we, of course, don't like when some wannabe leader from Mexico or Canada shows up and does a rally denigrating us and how horrible our policies are. Now, let me go back to my country. I mean, that's a no-brainer for a person like me. But for a person who's not, maybe not as nationalistic as I am, maybe not as USA, USA, USA as I am, maybe not as pro-America as I am, maybe not as... as um, I don't know, somebody who just, I I support our country and uh, I'm going to be the guy who wraps himself in the flag at the Olympics, you know, and chants USA, USA, USA. But but for people who are like, damn, we're globalist. I just think that all people are wonderful and we're not necessarily exceptional. We're just part of the global community. You know, those people who, by the way, sound like Kermit the Frog for some reason, those... <laughs> I know. I don't know why. But... Kermit the uh, Frog here. <laughs> but um, I, so, we, yeah, um, even the people who are like, yeah, I can see center-left issues, and they are important to so many people. Even those people are going, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> you know what I mean? Even those people are going to go, okay, so was I in my slumber for so long? Mm. Am I like Rumpelstiltskin that I woke up and then all of a sudden there are people who are running for president of Mexico doing a rally in Los Angeles, California? Is that really going on? Mm -hmm. And during the rally, people are cheering him on as he complains about our president? As he complains about our immigration laws? As he complains about how we, you know... How we see fit in protecting the border with Mexico? Did that really happen? Because I want people who are sort of middle left to finally wake up from their slumber and smell the coffee. Wake up from their slumber and, and, and whiff the smelling salts and go, whoa, 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 wait a second. We never okayed that. We're okay with people coming here if their children and their parents brought them over illegally and they're not breaking laws and bop a dip and you fill in the blank, all this stuff. But I'm not okay with this wannabe politician from Mexico, a really, really screwed up country. Let me say how clearly I can, I can state that. Mexico is screwed up, dude. It is one screwed up country. Drug lords run that country. Cartels run that country. It is so bad economically that millions upon millions of its own residents, of its own nationals, live here instead of living where they're from. 
That's something that's, that should wake you up. It is a screwed up country. And this guy dares come here? See, what this is, is this is some furtherance of the idea from idiots like him and idiots like La Raza and so on, who think that they're going to reclaim a huge part of this country. You lost it. It's gone. You don't get it back. But again, if you've got some doofus politician show up in L.A. and people are cheering and not telling him, get the hell out of our country, you idiot, he thinks that it, that he, it is part of Mexico. Either that or he went there hoping that those who are here illegally will go back to Mexico and vote for him. Either way, even those of you who are center left have to be saying, dude, what is that? It kind of reminds me of when Obamacare kicked in and the, the biggest lefty liberals in California, and we're hurting California every day. We love you guys. But the big lefty liberals in California were going, dude, my, my health insurance went up 150%. Uh, that's not okay. I mean, even they were going, yeah, you know, I, I really do believe everybody should have health care. And I think that everybody should really get into the exchange. And Obamacare is great. And we love him because, you know, uh, he, he has proven that the glass ceiling is no longer there. But uh, what 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 the hell is going on with my, my health insurance bills? That's what I need to have happen now. So as much as I hate it, I kind of like that he did this. I want the good people of California. And look, I want to hear from our folks in California. And we're in, in the uh, Apple Valley High Desert which is not that far from L.A., and I want to hear from you. When you heard this story that this guy showed up and that people were cheering him on, it had to make you go and do a double take and go, blah, blah, blah. What, what the hell just happened? You know, wake yourself up. But by the way, those who live in that area where AM 960 is heard, we love you guys, um, they're already clued in. They're not the far liberal lefties that, that are living in L.A. Um, but man, I mean, it's just got to drive you nuts to see that going on down the road. 1-800-383-9624, JoePags.com. Don't be an A-Dub. Stay with the Joe Pag Show. to have you the joe pag show 1-800-383-9624 joepags.com facebook twitter instagram email lots of people want to be heard on a free speech friday and uh, again um it, it doesn't matter if i know something about it except if i don't i'll just tell you hey i don't know anything about that you know it's interesting carrie nobody hmm. who i've told called the show this week has called the show i know you didn't really expect them to though right they're not going to i think it'd be great i do too Look, it'd be very entertaining I, I enjoy having conversations with people who don't understand anything. Because <laughs> for me, it's fun. Yeah, that's good. I'm stuff. sorry. What I meant to say was, <laughs> I enjoy having conversations with people who disagree with me. Oh, okay. What did I, what did that I, sounds what did I better. Say? Yeah, that sounds better. Talking about that, you know who does that a lot who? and who does it very well? Who's that? That uh, Tucker Carlson. Mm-hmm. Over on Fox News. I have seen that show. Our illustrious producer, Karina has uh, informed me that we'll have Tucker Carlson on the show Monday. No kidding. Yeah, that'll be fun. Wow. Now, I'm not going to be able to Skype him. I guess we can figure out the Skype thing, but uh, maybe next time. But awesome. this will be, uh, you'll you'll hear him anyway. And uh, and I think that'll be a lot of fun. 
Now, uh, Karina, are you are you near the microphone now? I was talking to you before about this whole my life thing or whatever it is, my story. That whole thing. Paul, I think you got to switch it so Karina can speak if she's in there. Mm, he did. Again, I don't think she's in there. Hmm. So um, I, I'll, 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 I'll have to just send her a message then. I don't think Karina wants to talk to me anymore. I think that's probably, probably not. The thing. Can you blame her? Is the question. Well, what I don't understand is why I can't make you stop talking to me. <laughs> oh, that'll never happen because I know it drives <laughs> you crazy. Not? So I'm going to keep talking to you. One eight hundred three eight three nine six two four JoePags dot com. We go to the phone line. Say hi to Anna Marie, who is in New York. Anna Marie, what's going on? Hi, Joe. How are you? I'm living the dream. What's happening? Good. Uh, remember that you were asking what La Raza meant. No, I know what la raza means. I wanted to know what raices meant. Oh, raiz. Okay, R-A-I-Z means root. R-O-O-T. Like okay. la, la raiz of a plant, the root of a plant. Right, and la raza means the race, right? Right, the race. Yeah. Okay, so this is what I wanted to say, that it's not okay that we are victims of deception. Almost everything that the news media tells the Americans is a lie. They twist the truth, um, they have actually sold us out for whatever agenda that they have, but they have sold us out. And I wouldn't doubt that they would probably one of these days put a false flag out there. Well, without a doubt, they're misleading us on purpose. Without a doubt, they're trying to make Trump look as bad as they possibly can. Without a doubt, they float these trial balloons every day. Can you believe they actually tried to put out a story that Trump himself was considering 100,000 National Guard troops to round up illegal immigrants? I mean, come on, man. Well, that's fake news. Right. So that's fake news, and that's a lie. That's a deception that they're giving the American people. So far, I would I go by Newsmax, OAN, Fox News, and whatever Donald uh, Trump tweets, I believe. But I don't believe any of the uh, other media. I think that the American people have to educate themselves. You know, I love America, and I love the American people. I love the white, the blacks, the browns. I love America and our people. And I think we have to educate ourselves to this you know, deception that they're giving us. You and I agree 100%. Anna Marie, we, we love that you call in. I mean, at, at some point, I mean, I it falls flags every day. But without a doubt, uh, uh, there are factions of the news media, like I believe there are factions of the intelligence community, that are doing what they can to trip him up every single day. I think what he did yesterday was masterful, although he did misstep with how many electoral votes and this and that. But it was it was masterful because he let the media know, A, I'm not going to hide from you. B, I'm going to put it in your face every time I can. C, we can get along, we can have some fun and entertain people at these press conferences, but I'm not going to let you walk all over me. And D, there's a new sheriff in town. And, and I think that when you when you set out the ground rules, the media is used to making the rules. Or the media is used to being, you know, compliant with the person that they like in office. They don't like him. They think they get to set the rules, and they get to roll steamroll over him. He let them know yesterday, that's not going to happen. I'm going to steamroll over you. And the only people who thought it was a, a benefit or a positive thing for the media yesterday are the far lefties who want there to always be negatives about, about Trump. You know, there's a, there's a mutual friend of yours and mine on Facebook that posted about this fake news story. And he actually said, well, yeah, is it I true saw that, that conversation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it true that it was considered? Uh, yeah. Is it true that there was a memo of some sort? Yeah. Uh, is it true that uh, that action was taken? No. Um, 
And then, you know, there was another person who commented, because I commented, I was like, yeah, no, um, this this should never even been out there. This is not from Trump. This is not necessarily from the administration. This is some, you know, unnamed source somewhere that nobody put a name on. And there was a liberal, a a very known liberal in that conversation that I knew was going to comment on it. Mm -hmm. And and immediately, you know, I I think he said hogwash or something. And, and, And I'm going, I expected that from you. You're the person that the media wants to perpetrate uh, and perpetuate this stuff. So it's it's going to I think it'll calm down. They thought they had him and he still stayed and he stayed on top of it. They thought they had him again and he's even higher on top of it. And, and, And once you find out who the leakers are and they're dealt with, whether it's criminal charges or they're just out of a job. And once he gets everybody in position to help him achieve his agenda once the republicans in the house and the senate realize he's the president and he's going to be around at least for four years you better start working with him now or else you're in peril for the next time you're up for re-election i think you're going to start seeing this thing actually start running like a fine what would you say a fine-tuned machine i disagree that it's a fine-tuned machine right now because of the whole flynn thing and then the the labor guy drops out but he's got another labor person now um, so the, the couple of, what, what do we say in engine speak? We say it's missing a little bit. Well, a couple of misses, but for the most part, it's running pretty well. I think it's really going to start clicking on all cylinders once he gets all of his own people in there. That's why what I said yesterday, I stand by when you're going to do an immigration executive order, make sure that you've got your attorney general in place who can support you, who can back you up on that. And, and, and I think that it succeeds. Oh, did you hear the news that uh, that they actually requested that the Ninth Circuit not continue to look at it? No, I missed that one. Yeah. What happened was the Ninth Circuit uh, convened a panel of three judges. The three judges looked at the ruling, the stay ruling by the Seattle judge on the executive order for a temporary ban of, of anybody coming from these specific seven countries. And if you want me to say Muslim-majority countries, I'll say, okay, they, it was a ban... Of, of people coming from seven Muslim-majority countries in Africa and the Middle East from coming to Christian-majority United States of America. That's the only real even-handed way to say it. If you're going to say Muslim-majority, you better say that we're Christian-majority. And if you don't, then stop saying it about them because the vast majority of Muslims around the world were allowed to come here. Having said that, the Ninth Circuit makes its ruling backing up the judge's ruling in Seattle. It was a bogus, dumb, not lawful move. Really was. It was dumb. So the Ninth Circuit, and we talked about this a bit yesterday, decided a judge on that pa- uh, on on the actual court, the full court, said we better take this up again as the full court. We better do something here to take another look at this because I'm not so sure about our own ruling. And the Trump administration, either yesterday, uh, last night, or this morning, or something, actually requested that the entire court doesn't look at it. And the Ninth Circuit court said, "Okay, we won't." Because next week, you're going to get a different executive order. And it's going to do the same thing, but I think it'll be worded differently. Oh, by the way, do you know who asked the Ninth Circuit not to look at it? Who's that? Jeff Sessions. Hmm. The new attorney general. Okay. This is what I was saying you know, earlier in the week and last week. Don't do this move until you've got your attorney general in place. Now Jeff Sessions can go there and support the, mm-hmm. the executive order. You had Sally Yates before who is a, a, an Obama appointee who took great pleasure in telling the world, I'm not going to back up this executive order. I will not support it. Well, how, how does that happen? 
So you wait till you get your own guy in. He's got his own guy in there now, and you'll see this go very differently next week. 1-800-383-9624, JoePags.com, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, email. Link's all there. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pags Show. As Trump administration, you see how they're going to do it? How's that? They were going to re- they're going to refuse to pay taxes. Oh, really? Just so stupid. So I just want to make sure I understand. I'm a conservative guy, so I believe in smaller government. I believe in lower taxes. She, I'm assuming, is a big government person who believes in higher taxes, higher taxes to fund the bigger government, and her way of punishing the small government guy is by saying, I'm not going to pay my taxes. Hmm. I mean, she sounds a little more conservative than she used to, doesn't she? A I mean, little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sounds like she wants lower taxes. Now, now she thinks that she's made a point. Uh, remember when Mia Farrow actually, um, uh, like 30 years ago when she was like a big deal? <laughs> yeah. What? I'm just asking if you remember. <laughs> yeah, I remember. I do. She tweeted this on January 26th. This is six days after Trump was inaugurated. I refuse to pay a penny of my taxes toward Trump's insane insulting wall does mia farrow think that that's how it works well i'm judging by that i think she does here are my taxes for bigger government but don't use any not even a dime on the wall (laughs) (laughs) what is she stupid come on man come on help me understand this can't can't Oh, the story goes, this is from uh, the Independent Journal Review. She failed to mention whether she'll stop paying federal income taxes altogether or simply attach a note to her tax return. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Informing the IRS that none of her tax payments are to be used to fund Trump's wall. Famed feminist activist Gloria Steinem, who recently warned Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell that his days are numbered Mm -hmm. after he stopped Senator Elizabeth Warren, Democrat from Massachusetts, from impugning Senator Jeff Sessions, Republican from Alabama on the Senate floor, has also joined the cause. Quote, in 1968, we refused to pay the 10% of our federal uh, income tax dollars that funded the war in Vietnam and included a letter to the IRS saying so. I'm going to do this again by sending what I think should go to Planned Parenthood, deducting it from my federal IRS return, and including a letter saying so. Though it's a smaller sum than Vietnam, we won't just be keeping it or using some to pay for expensive NYT ads, New York Times, and can add whatever each of us is able to in order to support Planned Parenthood. I mean, they really think they can do that? Mm, Yeah, yeah. Just write a note? They can. They're going to. Yeah. I know my tax return is 10% lower than it should be, but I gave it to somebody I wanted to. Thank you. Gotta work on those female voices. No, that's, um, that was actually Gloria Steinem. Oh, really? Well, it was not me. No. The plan by Farrow oh and Steinem God. is part of a larger effort by the National War Tax Resistance Coordinating Committee, the NWTRCC, or of course pronounced New to thwart Trump. Now, it's an acronym. Oh, I see. You know an acronym. It's a pronounceable abbreviation. Well, you don't really pronounce it like a word. N-W-T-R-C-C. How would you say it? N-W-T-R-C-C. No, I think you should pronounce it because we don't have a lot of broadcast time to waste on this. No, just say the letters. Let's let's encapsulate it and let's just say it. N-W-T-R-C-C. 
Nutrikiski. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds that sounds good. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. We are the Nutrikiski. <laughs> Can you imagine they're out there, what? they're out there protesting and chanting and rallying? <laughs> we are the Nutrikiski. That'd be kind of funny. And an opening see. salvo on its website, Nutrikiski throws down the gauntlet against Trump. Quote, there has been renewed interest in war tax resistance following Trump's inauguration. Something has clicked in the minds of thousands, really should be dozens, of people across the country. We don't want to pay for Trump's agenda. Well, many of the reasons people are fed up, extreme militarism, mass incarceration, police brutality, and mass deportations are part of the foundation of our country. It's exciting to see many new people contacting news and wanting to organize in their communities. You know, all those things that they just talked about are all like Democrat policies. Extreme militarism, mass incarceration, police brutality, and mass deportations. I mean, I don't know. Obama was the one who just did all that. Six days later, they want to do all this stuff now? Even printed a nifty pamphlet encouraging people to stop paying for war. Hold on. Let me add something to it. Stop paying for war. That's good. That's good. War, 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 Hello? Hello? That's good. That's enough. Can you, can you open you the turn door? Turn that button off. You're stuck in here. You can help me out. <laughs> Over the door. Can um, is there a, is there a fan in this bathroom? <laughs> Was Carrie just in here? Stop. Somebody, where's the? F- Go ahead. What? What? what are you talking about? You're disgusting. I was stuck in the bathroom. It was not fun. <laughs> Let me go back to the phone lines and say hello and welcome to Rob, who's in Albany, Oregon. Hi, Rob. What's going on? Damn, Joe. I didn't know if you'd ever show up. Um, I want to go. Hey, back. hold on a second, Rob. So remember what I was talking about? Uh, yeah. I think Rob should hold on for a second. Let me go to uh, David in San Antonio. Hi, David. What's going on? Hey, how you doing, Joe? Um, Living the dream, David. Things I wanted to wanted to talk about man um, one was uh the floor she was talking about and the washington decision that was yes. made in the court um you know whenever gay marriage was passed through the supreme court uh i was in california at the time which is a very liberal anti gun state as everyone knows and some of my friends and i were talking and we were like you know it'd be real nice if if they did something like this with the second amendment where supreme court ruling made you know a ruling where all the states had to have allow you know shall issue concealed carry and not limit magazines to seven or ten rounds like in New York and California and um I just wanted to get your take on that and then I, I was gonna say something else but I'll just let you see what you think about that. Well, what, what did you want to say? What, what else? Oh, I was gonna talk about um you were talking about concealed carry earlier in the stiff show I believe and um how there's you know there's a lot of signs. 30.06 De- signs, 30.07 signs talking. Definitely wasn't talking about that today, but, I mean, we can. All right, the, the, the first thing, um, I don't think that we need a Supreme Court ruling. I think that that the, these, you know, magazine, um, you know, re- reductions, the 7 or 10 uh, um, bullet magazines, I think that's ridiculous, should be challenged in court, should go all the way up the court system. I don't need them to rule on the Second Amendment. The Second Amendment is the Second Amendment. I need them to rule on how this is violating the Second Amendment and the intent of the Second Amendment. So I'm with you on that. I hope that it does get to that. Hope that it happens. Now, uh, I didn't talk about uh, the the three the 3006 or any of that today. We can. Uh, what's on your mind with that? I'm sorry. I, I could have swore you said something regarding uh, license care today. Maybe that was the other day. But, yeah, um, it probably you know, was. 
Yeah, what I was going to say about that is um, I, I read somewhere like in Indiana, for example, they passed a law where if a business chooses to put these signs up and disarm, you know, people who you know are coming to the business, that if something happens, like an active shooter or a robbery and, you know, a licensed to carry person is injured, they can hold the store or the business liable for damages because they had to give up their rights at the door. Now, I'm wondering... Well, 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 well David, it's an, it's an interesting quandary. Let, let me interject this. If there is a sign that says, I can't carry my, my handgun, protect my family, myself, and my stuff, I now, as an American, have the right to not, to not go not and there, patronize yeah. that business. And, yeah, and, and I think I that's a decision that, that, that perhaps you should, you should take. Um, but having said that, I do agree with you. If there's a sign that stops me from being able to protect myself or my family, my stuff... You better, as a business, if you expect me to spend money there, offer security enough to keep me safe. I, I agree with that. Now, is there a law that says you can sue or they're liable or they're on the hook? I don't know. Maybe. I've heard something well, about that. I don't know Indiana, that it's actually a law. Read, Maybe it was being talked about. I'm not sure. But having said that, I, we do have the ability with our wallets to say, I'm not going to go to a place that says Second Amendment doesn't matter. free market. Yes, I agree with you. All right, brother, I appreciate that. So, all right, so the guy Larry in uh, in Albany, Oregon, has no sense of humor. So I put him on. I put him on hold, and he hung up. Did he really? Oh, come on! That would have been. Come on, dude. <laughs> That's what he gets. You know, find some fun. Saying that, come on. But seriously, I take the call, and the funny. first thing you have to say is, "I don't think you're ever going <laughs> to shut up." Oh, no, great. at that point, you go back on hold. But I only yeah. put I hang up on him. Come put him on, on hold. One eight hundred three eight three nine six two four JoePags.com. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pegg Show. Hi, great to have you. Thanks. It is the Joe Pag Show, 1-800-383-9624. Time for a few more phone calls. Uh, Karina, you have the, uh, the the pop culture tonight? Yeah. Okay, and, and I was asking about my story earlier. Do you use the, the Instagram uh, my story thing? No, not really. I use Snapchat more, I guess. Because I can't figure it out. I tried to do the day in the life, and I took one picture, then I couldn't add another picture. I don't know. It's not that difficult. I think you can... <laughs> <laughs> what? Wait, pardon me? It what? It's not that difficult, Joe. No, well, you press the button, it says my story, and then it it asks you to take a picture. See, this is why she's a smartass, because earlier I was talking to her, awesome. she ignored me. Now she's finally on, this is what I get. Oh, so uh, it, then I press, uh, that picture went great, 82 billion people saw it and whatever. Then I pressed it again to add a picture, it didn't work. It just kept showing me the same picture that I uploaded already. I've never had that problem. They make it pretty user friendly. I mean, a lot of I'm so glad I I'm so glad I went to you tonight. Teenagers know how to use it. So okay, as you know, I'm a techno <laughs> geek. I know what I'm doing with technology, but this doesn't seem very easy. Because okay. uh, again, when I press the same button again, it's not like it said add a picture. I, I press the same button again. The first picture that I put on there showed up again, and there was no option to add a picture. What? So I can't literally, I can't do a day in the life. I think you can. 
Well, that was very reassuring. I'm sure. No, I'm I, th- sure I think you can, you, can, you dumbass. Just... Why'd you you'll just say it? Just say dumbass. <laughs> no, no, you'll figure it out. That's what okay. I was thinking. We'll see. All right, we'll talk to you about, with pop culture in a second. Let me go to the phone lines in the meantime. See, that, wasn't that nice? I went to Karina. This is what I get was. <laughs> it's, it's, it's pretty it's easy, except pretty easy. for you. Let me go to Jeff in Austin. Jeff, what's going on? Hi. Hey, Joe. Good afternoon. Thanks for taking my call. I was you bet. listening to uh, WOAI this morning, and uh, I only heard this news story one time, and I barely caught the end of it. And it just kind of caught me by surprise when the person who was reading the news was talking about a story, I think it was Tiffany Trump, was at a fashion show and no one would sit next to her. And then they made a comment about maybe the reason was was because she had cooties and probably did. And I thought, they didn't just say that, did they? And, All right, uh, so somebody on somebody... the morning show said she had cooties? Yeah, the news, the person reading the news said that the reason that no one would sit next to her was probably, but maybe they thought she had cooties and probably did. That's how they read well, the story. Well, I'll say this. Listen, they're very childish in the morning here. I don't you know. Well, Carrie, would you agree with that? <laughs> oh, no, I'm not getting <laughs> no, into that. I, I, didn't, I didn't hear the story being read. I, I don't know who said yeah. cooties or didn't say cooties, and I'm not going to say good, better, and different yeah. other than our morning show rocks. I will say this. People would not sit next to Tiffany Trump at this fashion show. Carrie, you saw that, right? I mean, yeah, they, they I literally the would not sit next to her. They posted, yeah. yeah. So Whoopi Goldberg, of all people, thanks, Jeff. Whoopi Goldberg, of all people, Offered to sit yeah. next to Tiffany Trump at the next fashion yeah. show. I mean, are people that stupid that they wouldn't sit next to Tiffany Trump because she happens to be the president's daughter? Really? I guess Can you so. imagine if anybody had done that to Sasha or Malia? Please. Oh, help no me way. Come on, not. dude. Nope. Not a bad. Come on, man. At some point, all of this bad behavior is going to come back and bite all of these idiots right in the rear end. It's going to. This isn't going to pay off for them. They're not going to win. It's stupid. He won. And by the way, Tiffany, she did. She gave like one speech at the RNC and hasn't yeah. really said much else. I mean, it's really Ivanka, it's really Eric, it's really Don Jr. Tiffany is the one who isn't speaking that much. Um, but but they're gonna they're gonna punish her because her father mm-hmm. dared win the highest office on earth. I mean, can you help me understand what's wrong with these people? I cannot. I cannot understand it myself. Okay, back at a uh, Benny is in Yakum. What's going on, Benny? Hi. My name's Benin. Oh, it's Benin? Yes. My father's name well, was Ben, and I was supposed to be Ben Jr., but in those days, you didn't know ahead of time. and so uh, You know, that actually happened with uh, with my father. Um, they had had three boys first. They had eight children all together, but they had three boys. He was the fourth. They assumed that he was going to be a girl. They're going to name him Maria. And then he was, when he was born, they went, oh, look at that. So they, they named him Mario. So oh, the same uh, exact thing. There you go. All right. What's on your, your mind, Benin? Nice name. Go ahead. But, Thank you. First of all, I'd like to say um, we love you here in Yakima. I've been listening ever since you first uh, came on KIT Radio, and we really enjoy you. And it's uh, very entertaining and very informative. Thank you. And I would also like to add to some of the other Yakimaniacs that have called. We'd love to have you come up here and visit us sometime. You know, I actually was invited recently by somebody to come and speak somewhere in Yakima, and I just don't think I can make it, because it, it, I think to get to Yakima from San Antonio, you have to first go to Outer Mongolia, and then you fly, I believe, to Bonn, Germany, and then from there you take a shuttle, I'm pretty sure, to somewhere in Iran, and then you have to try to buy your way to Yakima. It's not easy to get there, It's all I'm saying. I understand, I understand. But uh, the real reason I called was to... Straighten you out on this 
Mexican president candidate okay. um, having a rally here in the United States. I don't know Go if ahead. you remember, but last time they had a presidential election, I don't know if it was four years ago or how long ago, yeah, there well. was, at least up here in Yakima, as well as we saw in the national news from California, they were encouraging the Mexican um, uh, 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 citizens to yeah. vote in the Mexican election for president because they were able to. They have some kind of long-distance vote-by-mail, absentee ballot, something kind of system. And so oh. that's why he's coming here to the United States to uh, uh, campaign. I mean, if he can entice them to go back to Mexico and vote, and if we can get that wall up, then they'd have to come back legally. That might actually work out. Exactly. That would be wonderful. And so, you know, we can't have our president, we can't go down to Mexico and be able to vote long distance from there. Well, I think that we we, we do have uh, write-ins, or we could mail in the vote. Sure you can. Yeah, I mean, yeah, not, yeah, not a write-in. Absentee. What is it called? Absentee. Yeah. An absentee uh-huh. ballot. And, and many in the military do that. But, no, I'm with you. I, the one thing that we would never see is, a, and thank you so much, um, it, we would never see somebody who is a candidate for political office in the United States doing a campaign stop in Mexico. That would be stupid. It just... And they, they probably would be launched out of the out of the country because you know Mexico actually does enforce its immigration laws. Oddly, pop culture. Pop. Dirty pop. Hi, Karina. What's happening? All right, these are the headlines that were on entertainment news. I couldn't find anything better. Sorry. Okay. Um, but George Clooney and Amal are having twins, and one's a boy, and one's a girl. And speaking of Instagram, Selena Gomez has reached 110 million followers. And she knows wow. how to oh, use on stories. what? On Instagram? Mm-hmm. On Instagram. 110 million? 110 million. She's the most followed person on Instagram. Damn. How many do right. you have? It's like 109 million. Oh, is like that, that close? Oh, okay. Just checking. Mm-hmm. Uh, about, about 109. No? Mm-hmm. All right. So Monday it'll be Tucker Carlson. And soon it's going to be Aaron Watson. We're going to have him on the program. He's a great country star now. And uh, we're looking forward to talking to him as well. For Paul, for Karina, for Carrie, for Polo, who's off, Joe Pags. We're going to come back on Monday, same time, same place. In the meantime, also the weekend with Joe Pags on many of these stations. Look forward on the weekend. Have a great one. We got to go. We'll see you later. This is the Joe Pags Show.